Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode for a number of reasons. Number one, uh, I, I have basically the female mirror image of me on the podcast today. I share a lot of commonalities with our guest, Cindy Little, coming from a fitness background, personal training, gym ownership, competing, network marketing, coaching, all of those things. And I first met Cindy uh, almost eight years ago. Um, we were in network marketing together, and she was one of those top leaders and still is that I, I looked up to as a mentor and uh, people that were really blazing trails, her and her husband, of, of how other people can do the same thing. And uh, we've had dinner together. We've been at events together. And, you know, she's now been expanding everything that she's doing, helping so many people in so many different ways that I wanted to get her on the podcast today to share all the things that she's doing now and how she's helping individuals. So without further ado, Cindy Little, welcome to today's episode. Well, thank you, Scott. You know, it's funny that you said that we're almost mirrors of each other. That That is so true. We have so much in common yeah. and I wonder why we hit it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when you find commonalities with, you know, we talk about the, the art of creating connection and rapport and, and relationships. It's, it's finding those connecting points between two individuals where, uh, you know, deeper and more meaningful bonds can be created. It's, it's almost like how uh, couples end up falling in love. They go out on dates and you start talking about things in common. And, and I, I believe you and your husband both have a, a military background um, together, correct? We did. As a matter of fact, it's funny that you you talk about that, the commonality between uh, potential spouses. Like Darren and I had so much in common. We both came from military families. We both wanted to be phys ed teachers, but we didn't have the money to go to university, nor did our parents. So we both joined the army at a, at a young age, 18 and 19. And uh, we both wanted to live a gung-ho life with excitement and travel and no restrictions. Like we didn't want to be in an office. We didn't want to go to school for another seven years. Um, and uh, we, we both wanted to jump out of airplanes. <laughs> so we both did. And, and we had a lot in common. We both were the middle child of three children. And uh, we both had grandfathers that fought in the war. So yeah, we, we certainly did have a lot in common. So and we still do. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, people in the network marketing profession and online marketing profession that listen to this podcast. And, you know, everyone is really interested in, in people's journeys, which we're going to dive into. And, you know, you hit the, the top of the ranks uh, in the company that, that uh, I was in and you're still in. And uh, it was not an easy feat. But let me let me ask you this. You know, um, I have family that has military background, cousins, my brother-in-law, what do you feel was one of the, I would, I would say, strongest contributing factors of what you learned in uh, the Canadian military that allowed you to become successful in, a, in an industry, in a profession like network marketing? That's a great question. Well, actually, I have it tattooed on my wrist, Scott, and the word is determination. 
And I believe that if anybody has determination and, and makes a decision as well, you have to make the decision that you're going to go for it and then have the determination to carry it through. I think that is the biggest uh, win. And I mean, for anything that I did in the military, like from uh, being the top candidate of my recruiting uh, or the, um, the basic training from, and then being one of the, 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 the only few women who've actually been parachute certified through the Canadian military, uh, it took a lot of, of strength and determination to get through that. And with, with network marketing, you have to be determined. Um, you, you have to know that you can do it. And, the, and a lot of people lack that confidence. So I, if anything, the military definitely gave me confidence and determination. I would also, I, I would, I've never been in the military, but I, I know that the military, whether it's the U.S. military, Canadian military, whatever, uh, structure and routine are also very, very important to become successful. It's, you know, you get up at the same time, you eat at the same time, you go to bed at the same time. And if you think about the core principles of how to grow a successful network marketing business, you have to be structured. You have to be in a routine. You can't just throw spaghetti at the wall and, and hope that it sticks and everything works out. So would you also say that structure and routine that you learned in those years in the military also contributed to the success in network marketing? Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Like, um, I, I see a lot of people who fail in network marketing and I think the reason they fail is because they actually don't structure uh, time in their day to do the work that needs to be done. I mean, it, it's and it, it's like almost a no-brainer. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to put the time in to get the results. And we are, we make time for the things that are most important to us. And there's an old saying: is that uh, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And absolutely. And again, you have to get ahead of it now. The other, the other interesting thing about your journey is, you know, you do have this wellness background where you also learned uh, about routine and structure and dedication, not only to um, run a, a wellness business, not only to personal train, but also to get on the competitive stage, which you and I both did, which is a whole separate conversation in itself. But what I really wanted to talk about is the fact when, when you got into network marketing, it was, I, I want to say it was almost the 2.0 version. It was on the cusp of when social media was really starting to become the big driver. You were still in at a point where it was still a lot of belly to belly. It was a lot of just general networking. It was a lot of who do you know? And I think there's a lot of people that are in network marketing in this day and age that don't realize how good they actually have it, how how different and how much of a challenge it was back in the day, so to speak, to build a business that so many people have other ways of doing it now. So what, would, what do you feel was one of the advantages of the, the way and how you started in network marketing before all of this external noise that you now see on social media that really helped you build that foundation of what you still have today? Well, I, I think personally for me, I've always liked the belly to belly connection. Like I, I really like the in-person conversations, like the one-on-one -on -one conversations. And as a matter of fact, when I started network marketing in 2007, 
I wasn't on Facebook. I actually wasn't allowed to be on Facebook uh, because of my husband's special career. And we had to keep a private, like a down low kind of thing. So I wasn't even on social media for the first two and a half years of my build. And, and I, I did build a six figure income in two and a half years, part-time while running my gym, while raising two children, while having a husband who was away for months at a time and, and not, I didn't, I wouldn't even have had time for social media, to be honest, Scott, like, I, I don't even know how I did it back then. It was such a, a treadmill that I was on and go, go, go. And, and the reason why I opted to to switch from a traditional business where you're trading time for money into network marketing was so that I could have time freedom and so that I could bring my husband home. And I ended up retiring at the age of 40 from my gym and from personal training for 15 years. And I kind of felt like I needed a change anyway. And I really wanted to bring my my husband home from his special operations uh, job because I never knew when he was leaving, when he was coming it was stressful because he actually even missed the birth of our daughter, our first child. He didn't get to see her till she was six weeks old. And when, when he's gone for four months at a time and I'm taking care of the kids and I'm running a gym, it was stressful. And I, I wanted a life where I could make my own hours. And when he was home, we could be together and we could do things. And, and the gym life wasn't going to allow us to do that, to live the life that we desired. And so when I got into network marketing, I had a pretty big why. And, and the why really was to bring my husband home and so that we could live together and be together. And, and so that I knew he would be safe too at night. Cause I never knew if, if he was going to be coming home. You know, we, we hear about having this, this deep rooted why and it could be applicable to network marketing or, or any brick and mortar business. It's just about why you wake up each day and, and, you know, what is that, that driving force towards whatever that goal may be. And, you know, going back to something that you said earlier in the conversation that so many people do fail in network marketing or fail in business in general. And, you know, there's so many narratives about why do people fail? You know, why do they quit? Why do they give up? I, I feel that, and, and I want to hear your take on this, that there's a, there's a huge limiting belief factor that goes into why certain people end up achieving the things that they do and living the life that they want to uh, compared to the other side of the coin where those negative limiting beliefs are just so deep rooted and strong in that person's head and heart. And they just continue to replay those tapes over and over again, that it's almost like they're, they're fighting that losing battle. And, you know, just to be completely open and honest, that there's not a person alive today that hasn't had some sort of limiting thought or belief at some point in their life that they had to work through, but it's about turning that limiting belief into a positive one that, that um, reinforces what you actually want to achieve and, and going towards that life that you truly want to live. So when you were making that transition, again, you, you had a, a lot on your plate. You, you were raising two children. Uh, you know, Darren was gone, you know, three, four, five months at a time. You didn't know where he was, when he was coming home, if he was coming home while running a brick and mortar at the same time, then jumping into network marketing, you know, and people will ask you, how did you do it? How did you do it? So <laughs> how did you do it? How, you know, when, when you had all of these, these balls in the air that you were juggling, 
how did you find that that peace and tranquility within yourself to you know wake up each day and latch on to that why and keep moving forward and and what advice could you give someone that's listening today that that maybe has those same internal external factors in their mind working against them when they can really have it working for them well i i had a really good sponsor who is a nutritionist and she helped me quite a bit initially uh, with coaching some of the people and with uh really meeting me where i was at because i i really felt a lot of pressure and i said listen i i really don't have the time to do this network marketing business like i am so busy already like where am i going to find the time and really when you have a sponsor who can meet you at where you're at and give suggestions like okay cindy it doesn't have to be that hard it could be connecting with three people a day or if someone cancels like let's say a personal training client cancels i have an hour all of a sudden well in that hour i would make phone calls or i would touch base with the people that i did have on the products a lot of the the people that i got started in my health business were already health clients so it was it's kind of, it was kind of easy that way but then you once you sign up all of your clientele you have to leave your gym to find other clientele or customers and that's where the the real work began and then i started to be to go to networking events and join different organizations and volunteer with the vet, uh, like with the poppies uh, here in Canada during um, the, the Remembrance Day celebration that we have every year, and uh, Toastmasters, and we ran kettlebell outdoor classes and yoga classes, and I took a 200-hour yoga course. And so there, I was always meeting people in different areas, which was very awesome. Like I, like I have a huge network a lot of different pies to, 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 to choose people from. And as soon as they would meet me, I would be, I would tell them what I do. And people said, that sounds really interesting. And I said, well, if you, if you're interested, well, let's, let's get you started. And it was, it was seamless really, Scott, for me to sign people up. Like I just, I was, it was, I was so passionate about it and they could tell that and they could, they could sense my genuineness of wanting to help them because one, it was a 30 day money back guarantee. So it wasn't, you know, like I, I really cared about them getting results. And so it, it was really a no brainer for people to do it. And so it, 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 I built it into the pockets of my day, to be honest. Like I didn't have, I didn't have any time for network marketing. (laughs) <laughs> my day was I, I'd st- get up at five shovel snow because I'm in Canada in the winter and uh, shovel a safe driveway for my my customers or clients to come in and I would train one one client from six to seven then when she was out the door I'd get my kids up to get them fed and get ready for school and then I'd start training people from 8 30 till 2 30 non-stop and I didn't even have time to eat. And that's actually why I got into the company that I did, because I needed convenience of nutrition to get it in, in between my clients. And then, then the kids would come home and I would play with them and do our activities, take them to jujitsu three nights a week. And it was like, I was on that treadmill of go, go, go. So when my kids were doing their jujitsu, I would maybe make some phone calls while watching them. And, uh, or in the car, I would, I would make some phone calls or like, I really just built it into the day, into my day. Like I didn't have scheduled work hours 
necessarily for network marketing, but I did do a weekly training with my team and that definitely helped. And we did like presentations weekly. And so there was some time commitments that we did do. And we had like weekends uh, where we would train, train people. So we really just made it work. (laughs) I don't even really know how we did it. (laughs) Well, there's two things that I want to touch on. Number one is uh, meeting people where they are, because I think that's that's a, a skill that that more people need to possess. But that I want to talk about that next. But first, I want to talk about this this notion of uh, quote unquote full time network marketing. A- a- any any successful network marketer that has achieved anything that I achieved in network marketing, or you're still achieving in network marketing, will be honest and tell you that most people, if not all, start in a pocket in your time basis, fitting it in. And Mm -hmm. that compounded effect, once it starts taking place, it's, I I talk about network marketing, almost like a retirement fund. You don't make a deposit once and have the money rolling in. You have to a little bit each day, you know, you're taking a, a little bit of a step each day. And like you, I was running an entire gym. I was up at five o'clock in the morning, started, tra- you know, four o'clock in the morning, training at five. Literally, if there was a client, yes, I was in my office making calls, doing networking. Uh, and that was my day. And I fit it into the time that I had. Everybody has time if they choose to. We all make time right. for what, what's most important to us. So, so let's talk about the notion of quote unquote full-time network marketing, because most people that come into network marketing, they need to realize you're not going to be doing this full-time. This is not going to become a full-time job. You have your current responsibilities, which is being a husband, a wife, um, you know, the partner that you are and the job that you have. And outside of that, whether it's an hour in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, 30 minutes in the evening, you're going to find time to fit this in to grow another income outside of what you're currently doing. So talk about that notion, how people have this perspective that they think full-time network marketing is you giving everything up all your time. You know, you're not talking to friends anymore. You're not talking, hanging out with your kids or your husband or your wife. So what's the real story about this whole full-time network marketing when people start? Yeah, I, I don't even understand that concept, to be honest. Like, I don't know anybody personally that that commits, like, let's say, an eight to four day just doing network marketing. I think you'd go nuts. Um, like, for me, I'll book uh, my fun stuff first. So my workouts in the morning, uh, my walks with my dog and my husband in the morning. And later in the afternoon, we're going to plan on doing another seven kilometer walk or we'll golf for two hours or four hours. And I'll book my other times, like my network marketing time around my fun time. Now that's the beauty of network marketing. That's why everybody should want to to do this uh, network marketing thing, because you can build your business around what you really want to do, like how you see your life. And I mean, imagine if you had a day where you could say, okay, okay, Scott, today you have all of this time. What do you want to do with it? And, And Scott says, well, I would like to go boating. I'd like to go for a hike. I would like to um, have a barbecue with my friends. And you know, the cool thing is you could do all of that. Plus you could still book a like 30 minute segment a couple times throughout the day with, with networking or with calling some of your people. And you could really build this business. Like once it's up and going and rolling, you, you may only need to spend one to two hours a day. 
And for probably like, I mean, I've been in network marketing 14 years now, and I would have to say the first, it took me seven years to become an accumulative millionaire. And some people do it faster, but remember I had kids and a family and my husband and I are still together, which is what, <laughs> uh, a good thing you, you want to stay together. So you don't want to work so hard that you burn yourself out or you burn your marriage out. And so I, and, and I was running the other business and, but the, the cool thing was within two and a half years, I was able to retire from my full-time business and then life became a little bit more easier. But actually when I decided to just commit to the network marketing, my business went like that. It skyrocketed. I, I tripled my income because I was more focused and I had more time and more flexibility and probably less stressed. And so then that, that went well for quite a while, but you can only do that trajectory for a certain amount of time before you say, okay, um, let, let's, let's have some more fun here. Let's relax a little bit more, but then you have to be careful that you don't relax too much and you let, let things slide too much as well. So there is a, uh, when, when you become a professional network marketer, and when I say professional, that means you're making a full-time income from it. When you're making a full-time income from network marketing, you definitely have to have balance and you have to find what works for you. And you still need a certain amount of focus, but the, the flexibility and the freedom is definitely there. And, and that's what I, why I love this profession so much. It's about the ebbs and flows. And, and again, it's, you know, you're not working as hard as you are to just work as hard as you can all the time. You do, do need to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So, you know, we're, we're by no means telling you to take your foot off the gas, but it's okay to divert some of that free time that you now have to not doing income producing activities. You can go play nine or 18 holes. You can go play tennis. You can go for a walk with your husband or wife and not feel guilty about that. That's why you're doing what you're doing. You're doing what you're doing to mm -hmm. give you those pockets of time that yeah. were once spent maybe at a nine to five or a brick and mortar to fill it with things that fill you in a different way, personally, not professionally. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing that I wanted to dive into was meeting people where you are, because I actually posted about this on social media uh, about a month or so ago, that one of our superpowers that, got, that goes very unnoticed and people don't talk about is the power of meeting people where they are. Because again, there, there, there's such power in that because then there, there's no force. You know, you're really understanding where that person was. Just like you said in your story is, you know, you were upfront with your sponsor. Like, listen, I got a lot of balls that I'm juggling right now. I need you to meet me where I am and I'm going to make this work for the way that I can make it work for me. And it brings me to the, the secondary part of that, which is really getting to know people and their personalities, because this is something that you've been really good at, at getting to do. And it's actually, you know, we did this together. You actually had me take a personality test to learn a little bit more about me because you can only learn so much from someone via a conversation. And there are uh, tests and, and tools and systems in place for you to really start understanding the people that you connect with and talk to in a much deeper way, which inevitably, if you're in a position where you're looking to grow a team, you're looking to create more sales, you're looking to um, really scale your offering and get to know those individuals better to serve those people the right way and meet them where they are. That's something that you've become really skilled at. So Let's talk about 
understanding people's personalities through obviously some methodologies that you use and, and how they've actually positively affected you with how you go about business now. Excellent. Well, I just um, came across this new, new thing called BANK. And BANK is an acronym for the four different personality types. B is for blueprint, A is for action, N is for nurturer, and K is for knowledge. Now, you'll, you'll know that um, certain professions attract certain personalities. So let's say scientists, they're the knowledge people. Uh, blueprints are the people who like to follow rules and they like to have processes and, and, and schedules and things like that. Those are the teachers, accountants, uh, military people, police people. Nurturers tend to go towards personal training, like you and I, Scott, we're both nurturers first. And we, uh, uh, nurturers are also like doctors, healthcare professionals, emergency workers, things like that. And then you've got the action people and the action people are typically people who love the limelight. They're, they're usually presenters. They have no problem presenting in front of a thousand people. Uh, they're action oriented. Maybe they're stunt people, maybe they're actors, things like that. And, and, and salespeople as well, because salespeople typically um, will take the bull by the horns and they, they don't take no for an answer. Or they, they, they don't, they're, they're not afraid of a no. And so understanding when you talk to people, okay, this person is this, then if you talk in their language, you're going to be able to connect with them so much better. And so this 90 second test that I send to people helps them understand themselves and when you understand your own values, you'll understand why you butt heads with somebody like maybe your brother or a sister-in-law or somebody in your family, like you just don't connect. And it's probably because you're not talking in their language or even understanding their language. And when people don't want to understand other people, they're not going to get along with them. And if you don't get along with people, you're not going to do well in business. So the best business people understand how to communicate well with other personalities and so understanding that is, is really a game changer and it could increase people's sales up to 300% by understanding if you could talk in all four languages, that's 100% of the sales. But let's say you're only an action person and you talk real fast and you, you're, you're arrogant and you're pompous and uh, like, how well do you think you're going to connect with someone who's a nurturer, who, who, who wants uh, authenticity and they, they want um, community and friendship? Um, so you really have to understand the different traits and the different values of each personality to really connect with them. And, you know, we, we want to be clear to those that are listening to this. We're, we're not telling you to become a chameleon. There's a difference. We're not, we're not asking you to pretend to be someone that you're not. It's, it's the most important aspect is understanding other human behavior. So yes. when you can understand your own human behavior, how you tick, how you work, how you communicate, and then you understand that this is who I am, but there's three other types of people out there. And then you're given the resources and the tools of how to not mimic and mirror, but how to communicate with those with, with still being true to yourself. It could be you know, bringing down the tone of your voice. It could be talking about specific things from an analytical point of view for that knowledge type where they want to know certain things. Um, you know, clients that I, that, you know, cause for me, I, I am that nurture type, but I'm also a processes person. And when I do, and I, I'm going back into to my database of conversations I've had, 
I have so many clients that want to see the process of what I'm going to do with them. So I already have a template uh, email prepared for after the call is done. When they say, can you send me something? I send them something that speaks their language. So it's basically giving them a visual flow of here's what we do in week one. Here's what we do in week two through week six. So now that person that loves processes and systems, they can see that there's a process and system, which is going to have them more easy cross the bridge to actually closing that sale and wanting to work with that person. So you, you mentioned that, you know, someone that really gets good at this, this bank method and really understanding not only their own personality traits, but the personality traits of those that they speak with could increase their sales by nearly 300%. For someone that's listening to this, that's in network marketing, or they're in any sort of sales position, they're a business coach that they're looking to close high ticket sales. How impactful could this be for that network marketer that's looking to build their team and or that business coach that's looking to close more sales and they're struggling maybe because they really don't understand the personality traits. So how impactful could that be for that business owner? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, definitely. It would be um, like, that's why I took the course actually, Scott, because I wanted to learn it for my team to teach my team the tools that they would, that, that could excel and help them uh, with communication. And, and it's not just sales oriented either. I mean, communication is so important just in daily family life and getting along with your spouse or your spouse's parents, your in-laws, um, or your, your workmates, uh, or people at stores, like understanding like where they're at and you could speed code people too. Like there's even, um, training to help you speed code people just based off, off of what people are wearing, how they, uh, how they, um, stand, how they sit, how they walk, um, what they, what kind of car they drive, um, what, like if they wear a suit, if they wear casual clothes, if they wear brand name clothes, like you can actually speed code people. So every time you meet somebody, you can already within probably 10 seconds, blink somebody and, and know how to talk to them. Like, could you imagine how great communication would be or yeah, well, it, it communication is the ba the basic, the, the basic thing here. Like com communication is like, if you have one world, one communication, then everybody would get along. <laughs> I also feel that so many people would be uh, having more meaningful connection and relationships in their personal and professional life. I, I really feel that there's so many people that are dissatisfied, um, and, and it's, it's not that they're doing anything wrong. Maybe they're just not understanding other people better. Maybe they don't understand themselves and, and how they communicate and how they can properly communicate with others. And listen, the more tools that we have in our tool belt, the, the more successful we're going to become. Sometimes we, we can't figure this out on our own. And it does require you kind of digging a little bit deeper, you know, taking a test like this that you had me take that, you know, and, and it was funny as I was going through it, I didn't even have to hesitate. I knew exactly who I was when I was reading the description of, of what those, those things were. And I'm like, yeah, this is like, I, I know exactly who I am. But uh, intuitively, I, I understand the four types from uh, a personal standpoint. I, I know when I get someone on the phone, and this is because I've done so many calls over the years, the tone of their voice, I know exactly what type of person they are. Um, yeah tone of voice, but also questions that they ask me. 
So yes. people, people will reveal who they are as a human being by the, the questions that they ask. And, and again, you as the business owner or just the, the person in general, you have to determine uh, by the questions that are being asked, number one, what is this person's personality trait? And is it someone that you would want to work with? You don't have to work with everybody. You don't, you don't have to enroll every single person on your team. You don't have to sign everyone on as a client. You don't have to be friends with everyone. If, if you know that there's going to be a, a clash of personality traits where you know it's just not going to be a good fit, obviously you don't have to be you know, negative around it and just hang up the phone. You can just kind of gracefully just go through the structure of the call and then you know, obviously leave on good terms from there. But it's so important to understand not only yourself, but understanding other people. So as you've gone through this training yourself, what do you feel was the number one takeaway that you now are going to apply in your everyday personal and business life that you didn't realize was going to be there at the end when you did finish this? Well, they, we, we covered six per, uh, different types of intelligences. And one is your own personality intelligence, discovering who you are and what you value, and then emotional intelligence, then sales intelligence, business intelligence, artificial intelligence intelligence, and spiritual intelligence. And when you cover those six areas, it's going to help everything in sales. Because when you understand if you could close a sale faster, then you can close more sales because you have more time. But if you don't, if you can't get to the root of, of the personality person that you're talking to and handle any objections that come up, and even before you get on the phone with them, you can actually do artificial intelligence to profile their LinkedIn profile, for example. Or you could take um, a paragraph or an audio recording from their Facebook, put it into the artificial intelligence, and it will tell you what language they're talking in. And then if you talk in the language back to them, you're more likely to make a faster connection and a deeper connection where you get that understanding like, hey, this person thinks like me, this, this person gets me. And then, then the sales start happening. And that's why I say 300% in sales increase if you can if you have all those six intelligences, if you, if you understand them and know them. Love that. So as we uh, start to wind down, obviously I know there's probably a lot of interest peaked in uh, this uh, bank method and, and understanding people's personality traits. And I know that you uh, have a way where anyone that's listening to this, if they want to take the test themselves to really get to know themselves, they can. So Cindy, how can people find out a little bit more uh, about about you, how you serve people, but also how they can take this test themselves. Excellent. Well, people can reach out to me on LinkedIn because I know you're the LinkedIn uh, king, uh, Cindy Little on LinkedIn, and you could Facebook request me as well. And um, I could send you the 90 second uh, link. We could actually put it in the show notes too. We could put the 90 second link and what you'll get is an emailed report to you and it, and it will explain what it is. And then you'll understand it. And then I'll reach out to you if you want and, um, or to the people. Um, I'll also get a copy of the report and I'll have the contact information. So then that way we'll be in contact. And um, if people want to know more about it, then, then we can uh, certainly hook them up with some more information. Awesome. So all of what Cindy mentioned will be in the show notes, uh, her Facebook URL, her LinkedIn URL, and obviously the 
uh, the link to take that 90 second test uh, to find a little bit more about yourself. So Cindy, final question before we sign off today, what does success truly mean to you? I think that success truly means being happy, happy every day. I mean, sure. Some people may not be happy every day. Something might go bad or whatever, but I think, you know, success is not money to me anymore. And actually that's the lowest resonance. So you've got you've got money, then you have relationships, and then you have knowledge, and then you have spirituality at the top. And when you're spiritually happy every day, I, I think that is success. I love that. It's it's the 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 ladder of success. And uh, it's so funny. I, I've, I've done uh, close to 315 episodes of this podcast. And I, I asked that question to everyone that I interview, and no one has ever said it's about the money. Uh, it's about being happy, about having freedom, time freedom, monetary freedom, whatever it is. No one is ever uh, correlating success with money. It Success is always correlated to, to doing what you want, when you want, how you want, with who you want. So uh, Cindy, you know, really great to have you on the podcast. I, I love when things come full circle and just really excited for everything that you're doing and just want to wish you continued success. And thank you again so much for blessing my audience with your knowledge, uh, your journey and everything that you're doing now. So thank you so much much again for being here. Well, my, my, I, I, I had a great time, Scott, and I knew I would. And thank you so much. I, I really value our time together. Absolutely. As do I. So for all the listeners, all the information that Cindy shared will be in the show notes. So if you want to take the 90 second test, you want to connect with her on Facebook or LinkedIn, that will be there. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you everyone for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.